Good evening and welcome to the Tao of June, living an inspired life. So I'm trying something different now. I'm going to try to speak through my headphones while I'm driving, not through the Bluetooth because uh, now that I actually have people <laughs> who listen to this podcast, surprisingly enough, um, you know, I, I really do want to make it as easy to listen to as possible, which means you know, I want to cut down some of the background noise and hopefully by using the headphones and the mic right here next to my next to my face, it would help with, uh, you know, drowning out a little bit of the background noise uh, through traffic. Anyways, what I wanted to talk about today is our belief systems that keep running our lives without us even realizing it. Um, and one of the biggest belief systems that I grew up with is that, you know, work is hard. You, you know, you, your, your job is something that you should not enjoy or like, you know. Um, I, I always just grew up thinking that you have to work really hard. What you do, whether you love your job or not, of course, that's a given. You have to work really hard. But... I just felt like you had to do something that was just, you know, something that you didn't enjoy, that you didn't really like, um, something that you put up with and tolerate, <clears throat> and you also tolerate the people that you have to work with, um, and for for doing a good job at something that you don't really enjoy, and putting up with people that you probably wouldn't want to hang out with, for doing that, your reward is getting a paycheck. And then with that paycheck, you get to do things that you actually enjoy. That's what I thought. Uh, I never really sat down to examine why I believed that or if it was really even true. Because it's not. Now, I get to do what I love. Grooming dogs. And I, I get to work with dogs and, you know, like, all day long. And I get paid for it. Wow. I, I just did not know... Uh, and I get to share my thoughts uh, through podcast and YouTube and my Facebook page, and you know, and, and I'm getting paid for that too now. It's just incredible! Like, wow, you can actually get paid to do things that you enjoy. Now, don't get me wrong; it is hard work. But Robert Greene talks about this in his book called Mastery: how most of us will never achieve mastery because we can't get through those times. Inevitably, no matter what work you get into, even if it's something that you're passionate about, it's going to get hard and it's going to get tedious. And sometimes the work is unsexy and it's just, uh, it requires grit. And Steve Jobs even talks about it. I think the quote is, uh, he was saying that, the, that he believes that the only thing that got him through some of the tough times is because he genuinely loved what he did. And he was saying, you have to find something you love to do because that is the only thing that's going to get you through those tough times. And so, yeah, I, even though I get to do what I love, it does get, tough, it does get hard and tedious at times. Um, but that's, I, I learned to enjoy it now. That's another belief system that, I'm, you know, that I need to avoid suffering. I need to avoid pain and suffering at all costs. No, I want it to be painful. I want to suffer. I, 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 in fact, I need it because that's when I know I'm growing. You know, through the pain, through the suffering. And actually, 
when we suffer is when we start to become more compassionate for others as well because we realize aha now I understand how difficult it was for someone else who went through this you know we become less judgmental so I really I think that a lot of us go through life running these programs that were installed in our head you know by other people who were who were doing the best with what they knew but a lot of and maybe maybe the some of the beliefs that they passed down to us maybe it was true for them at the time but times have changed and it would be foolish to continue running the same software you know as we were running back in 95 today in 2019 you know it's like 14 no 24 year old software you know it's like no we have to start to update our software we have to start updating our our belief systems and what what it is we believe is true tony robbins says that so many of us are willing to go out and die for the truth but yet so few of us are willing to sit down and really examine what our truths are. What, what, what is it that we actually believe and why do we believe it? And start examining ourselves. He's saying so few people are willing to do it, yet we're willing to go out and die for someone else's truth. You know, it's just, it doesn't make sense. Because it is difficult to sit down and start to reevaluate your life. And look back on some of the things that you've done and the choices you've made. And, and ask yourself, why did I make those choices? You know, another, another uh, belief system that, that affected me a lot is that uh, it's not good for people to not like me. Or, you know, avoid rejection. What? No. You know, <laughs> the, why do I believe that? You know, do I believe that everybody should like me? No. No. I, do I like everyone? No. You know, nobody, not, you know, actually, most people don't have to like me. You know, I only need a few people to like me, right? And so, yeah, I, uh, like, I'm, I'm now starting to reevaluate a lot of stuff that I used to believe growing up. Um, yeah, I believed that God was like Santa Claus. You know, <clears throat> he's keeping a list, checking it twice, you know, seeing who's naughty and nice. I literally believe that God was a white-haired, you know, long beard, you know, this this uh, judgmental guy in the sky who was just looking down on us, keeping track of everything we're doing right and wrong, and he's going to judge us in the end. You know, it's like, wow, why did I believe that? Because that was, that's what was passed down to me as a child. And I never took the time to really question these beliefs that were that I inherited so I, I, if anything I, I want to encourage you know anyone who's listening to this to really sit down and start to re-examine your beliefs and the thing is they're unconscious a lot of these belief systems I was not even aware of a lot of a lot of the the subconscious beliefs that we have about life you know that the that the world is out to get us you know that we have to protect ourselves that there's you know the world is evil that's what i believed and it's like no the world is not evil there's a lot of good people out there a lot of helpful people and it's just that i believed that the world was a dark scary place that 
you know, I needed to protect myself from. No. And a lot of the thing is, your belief creates your experience. So if I'm walking up, walking around with my fists up, ready to attack and defend myself, then yeah, of course my experience is going to be unpleasant because nobody wants to hang out or. You know, it's gonna repel people away. Or if somebody, if somebody walks up to me with their fists up, of course I'm gonna, you know, take a step back and put my fists up as well. We get what we what we give, what we give out. So um, I remember Esther Hicks one time. She said something that really, it really struck me. She said, well, "If you're looking at the mirror, it would be foolish to say, I will not smile until you do.'" You know, you're frowning at the mirror and you see this reflection of a frowning face back at you. And you t- you say to the mirror, I will not smile until you do. You know, it's like, no, if you smile first, you'll see that the reflection back in the mirror is smiling right back at you. So Einstein is the one who said it, right? That the most important decision anyone will ever make is, do I live in a hostile universe or friendly universe you know do i live in a hostile or friendly universe once you make that decision then based according to what you believe it is done unto you isn't that what jesus said according to what you believe it is done unto you so yeah i i really want to to encourage everyone to start re-examining your beliefs what is it that you believe and why is it why do you believe that is it true? Is it actually true what you believe? You know, I, 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 used, to, I used to think that I, I had the fat gene. And I, I know that sounds ridiculous, but I, just, I literally thought that I was just a fat person. I was born this way, and I'll always be fat. And I'll, I, there's nothing I can do to change it because I have the fat gene. It's genetics. And then I realized there is no such thing as a fit gene or you know like I mean I guess some people are born a little bit more athletically gifted physically gifted but when I go to the gym and I see these guys who are just ripped you know they look so muscular and I see them doing their reps in their sets they're pushing it they're grunting struggling straining just like I am and so I realized uh uh-huh it's no easier for them than it is for me. You know, they've just been doing it for longer, and so now their resistance has, their tolerance, you know, has gone up, and their muscles are stronger, so they can lift more heavier weights, but they're, they're struggling straining just like I am. It's no easier for them than it is for me. That's when I realized, uh-huh, all I have to do is just stay committed like them. You know, dedicate myself and have the self-discipline to actually show up to the gym and push myself the way they do and also clean up my diet the way they do. If I do the things that they do and I really commit myself and I really do my best, not act like I'm doing my best, but really do my best, then I can have the same results as them and I can be fit as well. I don't have to be fat. I used to tell people I'm big boned. And it is true, if you look at my wrist bones and my shoulders, I, I do have, I, I'm, you know, I have pretty big bones, but then I realize that's not a good excuse because I've never met a fat skeleton. <laughs> and I think uh, Les Brown is the one that said that. But yeah, you'll never see, you'll never ever find a fat skeleton. So 
being big boned was not a good excuse. Um, I used to tell people I have a slow metabolism, you know? But hey, come to find out, the more you exercise, the more your metabolism speeds up. So I had no excuses, you know? It was because I was eating trash and I was eating junk food and lots of sugars and processed foods. Oh, here's one thing. If you are trying to clean up your diet, Joe Rogan gives a very simple solution. He says, when you go to the grocery store, stick to the outside aisle. You know, don't go in the middle aisles unless you have an objective, unless you're going in the middle aisles to get some oil, cooking oil or something. But know what you're going in there for. Get that and get out. Because he's saying, when you start strolling down the aisles, the cereal aisle and snack aisles and potato chips and all these processed foods, and he was saying, you know, it's so tempting. And, and you pick stuff up and you start eating just stuff. He was like, if you stick to the outside of the grocery store where the produce, the fruits, the deli, you know, the meats department, the seafood, the, you know, and even the frozen section because the frozen vegetables are good as well. So he's saying just stick to the outside of the grocery store. And that really helped me. But yeah, once I started to believe differently, to, to believe that I could actually change, that to believe that I, I actually can make a difference, not just in my own life, but in others as well, that I am worthy, I am enough, you know, and it's okay if some people reject me, it's okay if some people don't like me, you know, and even if it's someone that, you know, um, let's just let's just say that I'm I'm interested in somebody or I, I actually like this guy and I'm, I'm wanting to become his friend and I you know like it doesn't really work out you know and it seems like they don't really like me before that used to really hit me hard you know it's like oh man feeling rejected feeling unworthy feeling like I'm unworthy of uh, you know being somebody's friend or unworthy of someone's affection you know it's like you know what that it's just that person it's just i we probably aren't a good match it's okay i don't have to be friends with everyone you know and i don't need everyone to like me that was a really big thing that kind of the fear of rejection especially because i i was rejected so many times when i was a kid i i you know it's like oh man it just it literally debilitated me um a lot of my adult life but now yeah i realize why did i let that bothered me so much and why did I let the fear of rejection the fear of somebody not liking me why why do I let that stop me from doing things that I want to try doing you know like so yeah just it's and I'm not saying that I've got everything figured out it's just that these days life is much more fun now that I'm looking at every decision I'm making you know I'm treating it like a game almost you know and to to just run on these automatic responses and these programmed responses and you know just doing things because you've always done it that way it just for, for me it seems like it's a non-playable character it's an npc you know the script is already written and they're never going to change i do not want to become an NBC npc i don't want to be a non-playable character i want to be a conscious player in this game of life you know i want to make conscious choices and decisions and know why i'm making those decisions and then life becomes a really exciting, enjoyable game. Even when it gets tough or scary or sad or lonely or any of these things. Even when you're going through those things, to look at it differently and say, Wow, isn't this interesting? What can I learn from this? 
and how am I feeling about these things? Why am I feeling this way? And start to really examine yourself and treat, treat it like you're an observer to your own life. And then life just becomes so much fun and less scary. And I hope this helps. I honor the light in you that's also in me. Namaste.